I am Brother Cornell West, and this is If I Can Save America. Peace and love, everybody. It's your man, Manny Faces. Just wanted to let you know that Hip Hop Can Save America is now available as a live stream show every Monday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Time on YouTube. You can find it at hiphopcansaveamerica.com slash watch. Excerpts from that show will be played here on the audio feed, so you'll still get the good interviews that you've been used to. But check out the live stream and check out my free Substack newsletter at mannyfaces.substack.com. That's filled with all kinds of stories of hip-hop innovation, inspiration, and generally hip-hop news that isn't about dumb shit. For everything hip-hop can save America, hiphopcansaveamerica.com. For everything Manny Faces, mannyfaces.com. And if you find value in this work, you can support it. We'd love to have you aboard as a supporter at patreon.com slash mannyfaces. Now let's go. Hey everyone. Welcome to Hip Hop Can Save America, the podcast that examines the individuals and organizations utilizing hip hop music and culture in innovative ways to improve lives, livelihoods, and communities across the country in areas including education, health and wellness, politics and activism, business and entrepreneurship, the fine arts, spirituality, and more. My name is Manny Faces. We'll be back later this week with a full-length interview, but I wanted to drop a quick follow-up to the last editorial I shared with you uh, that was regarding my thoughts on the Jay-Z and NFL deal. Because for a few days, it was literally all that anyone in hip-hop or sports was talking about. It was polarizing, and many people felt many type of ways about it. But like a tornado, the ruckus seems to have disappeared as quickly as it came. I think we should be continuing to bring the ruckus. See, in the past, in the world of celebrities, sports figures, and politicians, the coveted ability of damage control spawned the creation and growth of ultra-high-priced publicists. They commanded top dollar for finding ways to spin scandal and diffuse disaster. Nowadays, if you look at the entertainment, political, or sports landscapes, even in an era of kneeling quarterbacks, Me Too, and talk of presidential impeachment, it doesn't take much of a genius to see the best way out of a potentially career-ending controversy. Just wait it out. And personally, I'm hesitant to fall into the school of thought that Americans, thanks to the internet or smartphones or perhaps an orchestrated campaign of anti-intellectualism by some powers that want to be, have lost the ability to focus on any one thing for any extended period of time, or heaven forbid, more than one thing at a time. I want to believe that the majority of us can walk and chew protest gum at the same time, but when you're tuned into politics, social justice, and hip-hop, you tend to see too many examples of explosive outrage that all too quickly fizzles out. I'm sure there's something scientific that could explain why so many people are quick to jump on a cancel them bandwagon and then just as quickly jump off and move on to the next shiny object of their temporary disdain. Maybe there's just too many distasteful things happening these days. In any event, I'm someone fairly immersed in areas that include hip-hop and social justice, and as we know, recently those two worlds infamously collided as news broke of a partnership between iconic hip-hop GOAT candidate Jay-Z and the National Football League, which in recent years supplanted its negative association with Nipplegate with the far more controversial campaign to blacklist Colin Kaepernick. This kiss of the titans created an instant polarizing clash with pundits from across the sports world and hip-hop world each weighing in on the situation. Jay-Z's entertainment label, Rock Nation, and the NFL announced their Inspire Change Apparel and Songs of Season initiative for Social Justice Friday, and it reeks of capitalism. They're going to sell merchandise to help support their Inspire Change platform. They'll also let people buy the songs from selected artists online. You see, proceeds from the clothing line will go toward the Inspire Change platform, so who knows how much will be kept for profit. Meanwhile, all the proceeds from the songs will go towards the programs, and the NFL isn't making money from that. Essentially, 
You're going to profit off of what Colin Kaepernick started while simultaneously blackballing him from the league? Yikes. This week, we've been talking a lot about Jay-Z's new role, yeah. his uh, partnership with the NFL, and also the reports that he's going to be a part owner of a team mm-hmm. in the near future. Eric Reid has been very critical of that. So he said it's despicable. What, what's your response to that? Saying that we're not doing enough as far as kneeling. For one, when has Jay-Z ever taken a knee to come out and tell us that we're past kneeling? Um, Yes, he's done a lot of great work, um, a lot of great social justice work, but for you to get paid to go into an NFL press conference to say that we're past kneeling, again, asinine. I have a few questions here. One is why Jay-Z isn't getting any any benefit of the doubt from a lot of people considering... We have no idea what he's going to do. And the things he's already done (laughs) that show he cares about this cause. One, Jay-Z told you what he thinks of Kaepernick truly through his actions. He didn't go to Kaepernick to say, can I? Should I? He just did it. You know why? As he said, we're beyond kneeling. You can keep kneeling. I'm going to take this baton from you as you're kneeling and now translate this into the two things that are most important in this whole conversation, which is the money and the power that can give the resources back to those who are underprivileged, underserved and voiceless. And I think that's been lost right now. I can understand why some people look at it and say this doesn't this doesn't smell right. I mean, it looks like it's got a pretty majorly capitalistic, you know, part to it. Hopefully, though, if he is indeed getting, you know, rubbing shoulders with these owners and becoming an owner, he can affect change. Now, we got to wait and see. You think that's what Jay-Z's doing here? I think that's I think that ultimately is what he's going to try to do. Now, is it going to be something in it for him? I have no doubt. Of course, that's going to be the case. But at the end of the day, if this is a brother from Brooklyn who established himself as a hip hop mogul and an iconic figure who never shied away from his own blackness and his rise to the top. My argument on behalf of Jay-Z was not that he did everything right, not that that press conference was a good look, because it wasn't. said the same thing. It wasn't. My point is, give the man a chance. Now, I hate to report with a sweeping brush, but I think it's pretty fair to suggest that in response to the news, folks fell into one of three major camps. The ones who say Jay-Z has been quietly repping the fight for social justice through his philanthropic efforts, funding of documentaries, bailing out protesters, and in countless other ways that we don't hear about because real G's move in silence like lasagna. There's a camp that says, well, Jay-Z's a business, man, and by business, we mean opportunist. A guy who, despite those aforementioned good deeds, previously came under fire for ultra-capitalistic misfires such as the Occupy t-shirt debacle, not to mention the whole gentrification of Brooklyn thing. To many, even though they'll admire his business acumen, the way he moves is no different than other billionaires, long since removed from the streets from whence he came. For that reason, the NFL deal is shady by default, and when looking into it, didn't seem promising in the least. And then I guess there's that third camp that's either torn or don't care either way. Now, I I had an interesting take on the matter. In a previous bonus episode of this podcast, as I mentioned, I expressed what I felt was Jay-Z's biggest mistake. I think that Jay-Z failed by not coming to the people first. I mean, he had to know the potential backlash. I understand he may not be a politically minded person who felt the need to check in with his constituents before making these moves. I, I understand. I mean, after all, he's a businessman. The issue, though, is that if you're powerful enough to position yourself as a representative of the people, there is something of a responsibility to be transparent with the people you're representing, even if the relationship is more de facto than duly elected. I thought this was the real issue. 
that there was no real transparency, no real connection to the people he portrays himself to be representing. Now, the backlash was, in fact, loud and widespread, but taking a page from the How to Control Publicity Damage in 2019 playbook, it seems like Jay just decided to wait it out. And sure enough, the noise died down. It was Takashi69, Lil Nas X's sexual orientation, Anthony Brown, the whistleblower. A lot of distractions. Some of them definitely worthy of our attention, some of them not so much. But what we haven't gotten in the month and a half since our de facto hip-hop statesman took the issues of the people into the belly of the pig-skinned beast is an update. I mean, what we got was some lame announcement about an apparel line, a vague announcement of donations to quote-unquote social justice organizations, which include one that, if I recall correctly, seems to think that cutting off the dreadlocks of young African-American men is a key to their future success? And in what is supposed to be the cornerstone of the Jay-Z NFL relationship, the ability to curate the Super Bowl halftime show. We now have received word that the immense focus on social justice that brought Jay-Z into an assumedly lucrative as all hell deal with the NFL will deliver Jennifer Lopez and Shakira to the 2020 Super Bowl. Not exactly the social justice warriors one might have expected if you thought Jay-Z would help the NFL, quote, inspire change. Although not necessarily a surprise if you looked at his statement that we were, quote, past kneeling to mean that perhaps he did indeed throw the originator of this entire movement under the proverbial bus, which was one of the many criticisms of this deal in the first place. So again, as I stated in my previous editorial, in my humble opinion, Jay-Z continues to make the one mistake which makes every one of his already sketchy moves a little more suspect. He doesn't take time to talk to the people. To be honest, I don't think the establishment looks at Jay-Z as some political mastermind. I don't think he's revered by them. I think he's seen as a tool to connect to youth and minority culture, period. And in my opinion, Jay-Z isn't even the best path to those communities. But that's another discussion. For the time being, I reiterate my statement from my prior analysis. At the very least Jay-Z can do, and probably should in the future, when his fame and his fortune is what allows him to be in a position that might directly impact the people who helped him get there, is to holler at his peoples who got him there first. Now, Jay, we know you like to move in silence. We know you shun the spotlight when it comes to the exact moves that you make in the worlds of activism and social justice. And I know I'm just some guy, but I believe that if you're gonna continue to claim to represent the people, you can't capitalize off of the position you're being anointed with, that of representative of the people, and not face the people. I think the longer you do, the more the people will doubt your intention. And while many of them will criticize you and then move on to other things, there are those of us who won't. And while you may not think it's important what everyone thinks, some of us do. We will continue to ask for transparency and accountability when representing the people, when representing hip hop in those ivory towers. I personally hope you'll satisfy that call somehow. Otherwise, it just seems like you're another rich billionaire that claims to be for the people while only really out for self. And that, sir, is not the blueprint we want our hip-hop heroes to follow. Once again, thank you for listening to this bonus episode of Hip-Hop Can Save America. Stay tuned for a new full-length interview episode coming up later this week. Again, my name is Manny Faces. I'm the creator, producer, host, and editor of Hip-Hop Can Save America, presented by the Center for Hip-Hop Advocacy at hiphopadvocacy.org and produced by Manny Faces Media at mannyfacesmedia.com. Feel free to hit me up with your comments or thoughts or criticisms or praise at manny at hiphopadvocacy.org. Also, catch me in New York City at the Audio Engineering Society's 147th Pro Audio Convention coming up later in October. 
I'll be moderating a panel on Friday, October 18th called Cash Rules Everything Around Me, Archiving and Preserving Hip-Hop in the Digital Age. Find out more about that and me at mannyfaces.com. Once again, thanks for listening. Until next time, peace, love, and unity. Once again, thanks for listening to another episode of Hip Hop Can Save America, a.k.a. the world's most important hip hop podcast. My name is Manny Faces. You can find out more about the show at hiphopcansaveamerica.com. You can watch the show now as a live stream on YouTube, hiphopcansaveamerica.com slash watch. Check back for all the replays as well. The interviews from the live stream will be brought here onto the audio feed, so you always get the best of the live stream. You can also check out our Substack newsletter. It's free at mannyfaces.substack.com filled with stories of hip-hop innovation, inspiration, and in general, hip-hop news that isn't about dumb shit. <laughs> Eternal shouts to our consulting producer, Summer McCoy. Be sure to check out her dope initiatives, Hip-Hop Hacks, and the Mixtape Museum. We'll be back soon with another dope episode, but check us out on the live stream as well. Mondays, 9 p.m. Eastern, hiphopcansaveamerica.com slash watch. Until next time, it's Many Faces wishing peace and love to you and yours.